Well, hello, hello. How are you doing? How are you doing? This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast. This is the S. Anthony Thomas, and this is episode number three, 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 which is half of six, six, six. So this show is half of the devil. <laughs> okay, that made no sense, but you know, I, you know, sometimes you watch the you know, the mark, you know, those old movies and the mark of the beast is six, six, six. So this is half of that because the okay, we're we're, we're going to change topics now. Now, folks, let me say something right now uh, so I can get this out of the way. Uh, people have been asking me, uh, because I'm starting a new podcast, that people have been asking me if I'm getting rid of this podcast, and the answer to that is no. I'm going to be doing another podcast in addition to this podcast. This podcast is, of course, called S. Anthony Says, and the new podcast will be called The S. Anthony Thomas Show. It'll be a completely different thing than this and one of the reasons is I, I, I wanted to do something completely different. And I asked you guys, I asked the audience, I said, listen, guys, I want to start having, I want to have some conversations with people that I find interesting, mostly probably comedians and people that I know, things of that nature. And maybe if I run across, run across some people that are pretty cool that I think I could have an interesting conversation with because I, I'm not, I don't, I don't want to call what I'm doing with people interviews because I'm not really going to interview people so much as, as have a conversation with them. You know, I, I'm not trying to be Charlie Rose Jr. or Edward R. Murrow Jr. I'm not trying to do that, you know, um, but I just think you know, there have been times when I was doing my thing in, in comedy, when I'll be doing my thing again, when I'd have conversations with people that I thought were awesome. And like I said in the promo for the new show, I, I remember going, ah, man, too bad this wasn't recorded because that would have been really cool for people to hear because it was interesting and funny. And I asked you guys who were listening to this, I said, hey, uh, you've been listening to me for a while. I'm thinking about doing some conversations with people. What do you think? And I wondered what the answer would be. I wonder what you guys would say. And uh, everybody said, no. <laughs> and I'm thinking, yeah, but I mean, I just wanted to, you know, mix it. No. So what are you going to do with Anthony, huh? What are you going to do? You're going to do less of the stuff that we actually signed up for. We signed up to hear you talk about stupid crap for roughly 45 minutes to 50 minutes. And that's what we like. And that's what we want. We don't want to hear your idiot friends or some jackasses that you run across. We don't want to hear that crap. We want to hear you talk about stupid crap. That's what we signed up for, you bastard. And that's what you better give us. Right. And I figured, okay, well, it's probably going to be like 60, 40 don'ts. And I don't know, maybe at some point in the future that everybody would be cool with it. And then that day was like 95, 5, 5% of the people. Yeah, sure. It'd be interesting. The other 95%. Hell no, punk. Just shut up and talk about dumb crap. You know, so I figured, okay, if I'm going to do that and some other things that I wanted to do, because people kind of kind of like the rants on this channel, on this, on this podcast, I'll put that other stuff on the other podcast. And I'm not going to delude myself that this audience is going to automatically just go transfer over and start listening to that, too. I'm, I consider it an honor that you give me this amount of time uh, during the course of your week on a regular basis for the past almost five years. And thank you for that. But if some of you want to go over and check out the show when it comes time, please do. Okay, to the rest of you that, that just want to listen to this, which I'm completely honored by, but don't go over and listen to the other podcast. I just want to let you know there's going to be rumors that I say something about all your mamas on the other podcast, but I'm telling you right now, 
it's a dirty lie. Okay. I'm not going to say anything disparaging about your mamas on the other podcast. It definitely won't be like, yeah, this is me on the new podcast. Uh, yeah. Uh, to the people that came, y'all are the greatest, but everybody else's mama on the other podcast that didn't come over to this podcast too. Their mamas is ugly. That's not going to happen. I'm not that type of guy. And I probably should not have admitted that because now y'all are going to just go over there just to find out if I say something about all your mamas and then I'm going to say something about your mamas, then y'all going to be mad at me. And then I'm going to get a whole bunch of angry emails. I'm, hey, man, we already listened to one of your podcasts, man. Then we go over to your other podcast. You say disparaging things about our mamas. That's wrong, man. You know, And I, and I really don't want to do that. But if you don't go and listen to the other podcast, I, I'm going to say something about all your mothers. <laughs> don't test me. <clears throat> Moving on. <laughs> but if you get a chance to, if you want to check out the other podcast, too, that'd be cool. Um, but here's the thing, man. Uh, I'm going to move on to what I was going to talk about in this podcast in the first place. And, uh, it's two months or so from now that I'm going to turn 50, right? And it's kind of a weird thing to turn 50, you know, because I remember all the big decades, like 20 didn't really count because it came too close to 18. 18 was a big thing. And if you wonder what that sound is, I'm moving around in my chair. Um, 18 was the big one. 20, who cares? You're just two years old or whatever. Then the next one is 21. You get, you know, you're old enough to drink, but I don't drink. And let's be honest, if most people that are 21 that are drinking are now have already been drinking for three years, you know, or four years anyway. So really not, it just means now they don't have to use fake ID anymore. So really nothing changes except they save money without having to buy fake ass IDs. Right. Then you hit 30, right? And 30 is kind of an interesting age because now people don't think of you as a dope, a dumbass kid anymore. Even when you're 29, they're like, hey, you're still in your 20s, punk. Nobody want to hear what you got to say. Shut up. You haven't lived life. You know nothing, punk. Shut up. Then you hit 30 and people start taking you a little more seriously when you say things. They, 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 they kind of, you kind of look like a dude to them. You don't look like a kid to them anymore. You're like a dude now. You kind of got the dude look to you, right? They still think of you're young, but you're, but you're a dude now. It's like somebody that's a, that's a doctor and you see the doctor and the doctor's 26 years old. You know, the guy or lady knows what they're doing, but there's something inside you when the doctor walks in and they're, they're 15 or 20 years older where you're going, ha ha, I feel more comfortable with this. That's just the way it is. Right. And then you hit 40. Now, all of a sudden you hit 40. You you look kind of youngish, but you look kind of oldish also. But people take you seriously now. You got I've got 15 years experience at John Hopkins. And now all of a sudden they take you seriously. They listen to you. Right. And technically, I'm still in my 40s right now, but I'm about to hit the big five. right. And, you know, you're about to hit the big five. Oh, when all of a sudden. You know, the, the, uh, the AARP catalog starts showing up. Right. And I remember seeing older people with the AARP catalogs and I look at them like, man, AARP, that's for old people. <laughs> I'm 32. Oh, no, I'm never going to need that. <laughs> and then you get to about 40 and go, well, I mean, I got a little ways before that. <laughs> you get to 45. Well, you know, I mean, that's, I'm not thinking about that right now. It's kind of ways off. I'm 49 years old and I'm going, you're damn right. I'm signing up for that AARP. I want to save all the damn money. I want all the damn discounts. I don't 
give a crap. I ain't even embarrassed. If they got a hat that says AARP on it, I'm wearing it. I don't give a crap, damn it. Right? I know I'm about to hit 50. I know it. Right. There would have been a time if I, you know, a couple of years, a few years ago, I didn't even need reading glasses. And I really don't really read them, need them now. I can read the newspaper. I can read my phone. But when it comes to really small print on crap, guess what? Can't see that crap. Right. A couple of years ago, I would have stood there for nine years looking at a pill bottle trying to, you know, well, I don't really need to read this. I know what's in Tylenol. <laughs> That's not Tylenol, sir. You're about to eat some. That that's a lube for your car door. Oh, I knew that. No, you didn't, right? Sitting there looking at it, and now you need kind of take your your reading glasses out. You kind of sneak them up to your face. Look over there, everybody. While I put these glasses on, I'm embarrassed to look. You're embarrassed to put on the reading glasses because it signifies that you're old, right? Right. You got to take the same stupid glasses and put them on when you want to thread a needle. Right. Right. And I used to embarrass. And I'm at the point now and it just started to happen to me where I like I said, I can see normal. I, my, my eyes are crystal clear for the most part. I don't have like seeing normal stuff is not a problem. It's just the small pill bottles. And I used to used to not put on my glasses, my reading glasses. And now I slap them bastards on. And I put the, the the pill bottle in front of my face and look at the pill bottle. The pill bottle's looking crystal clear, right? Right. I picked up my phone because somebody called me. I looked at, I was reading Twitter. I'm going, man, this Twitter feed looks absolutely incredible. Maybe they upgraded or they updated something on the phone without me knowing about it. They didn't update a damn thing. I had the glasses on and everything was crystal clear. It was clear before, but now it's crystal clear. And I'm going, what the hell was I trying to hide for? What was I trying to hide from these damn glasses for? I can actually see crap that I couldn't see or it was little not crystal clear just clear hell with that crap put the crystal on it unbelievable and that's what happens when you hit 50 right and i know that other stuff happens too i remember being 25 years old i remember with my girlfriend when i was in my 18 to 25 to 30 years old when you go over to your woman's house you jump on top of her all day long you jump on top of her 12 times nine times six times eight times a day and you're able to slam dunk like jordan every damn time you never miss a dunk you don't you were dunking from the damn foul line you're dumping dunking from the three-point line one time i dunked from the parking lot why because i miss anthony thomas as punks yeah i said it right and i can still slam dunk but i gotta be close to the basket i don't try to dunk from the damn foul line by the way you know i'm not talking about dunking right good <laughs> right i joked about it before when i turned 40 right you know, because you could still do all the stuff you could do back in the day, right? But it's just difficult. Before, it was effortless. Yeah, girl, that's right. Then it's like you know, 30. Yeah, girl, that's right. You get to 40. Yeah, girl. Hold on for a second. Slow down a little bit. But but still, that's right. And now I'm about to hit 50. And it's like, yeah, girl. Um, and that's about it right there. I'm just kidding. I can still take care of business, right? But before, you younger, you take care of business six times ten times a day you gonna get two good ones now right and then the, and the one and the, the third one's gonna be okay 
You know, and if you try to get another one, like I, I basically what you got to do is you got to make an excuse to do something. You got to go someplace for four hours. Wow, that was great. That third one was pretty good, too. Let's do it one more time. Yeah, I, I have to go do something for exactly four hours. Had nothing to do with me needing that amount of time to get back to being ready. I just have to go do something for exactly four hours. But it has nothing to do with the fact that I only got three good ones in me per day and it, that's all i mean just just definitely i have whatever it is it's whatever this thing is that i'm going to do now is going to take exactly four hours but it has nothing to do with, with that yeah <clears throat> it's two o'clock in the morning it, it does what, whatever i know that but, but just, just do it one more time i i, I got to do this thing for work that takes exactly four hours so, so you know in, in the, it's two o'clock in the morning you have something to do from two o'clock to six o'clock yeah because you are a comedian and a podcaster you make your own schedule okay you have nothing to do for four hours now get back over here you, you, you realize okay well you know what girl i'm gonna try this new thing it's called four hours of foreplay before i try to get a boner and, are you just saying that, okay, if you can only do it three times a day, just admit it. And I'm cool with the three. It, it was, it was wonderful, but just say you can't do it the third time. That's all. I mean, the fourth time. I mean, it's fine. I, I, listen, it took me a long time to admit that I need glasses to read the pill bottles. You, how, you think I'm going to just come out and admit that I need four hours after the third bang? Huh? You think, come on now. It took me two years to read, to, to admit that I needed the glasses to read the pills. By the time I'm willing to admit and I need four hours for the fourth bang. It'll be so many years in the future that I will need 12 hours. So just, just leave it alone. You understand? <laughs> That's not a true story. <laughs> I was talking about somebody else. <laughs> I'm cutting this part out of the show. <laughs> right? Remember when I was a young kid, man, the first time you started taking care of yourself and you realized how great it was to take care of yourself because you were too young to have someone else take care of to take care of yourself. If you understand what I'm saying, there was no there was no you were too young, for, you know, for somebody else. To, and then when you got to the point where you're old enough, where you were had someone to take care of yourself with yourself and their self and you did stuff to each other's self. It was great and it was way better than taking care of yourself, but taking care of yourself was better than not taking care of yourself. So even when you didn't have the other person to take care of yourself, herself and the other self, you still took care of yourself. In fact, a couple of times you took care of yourself to make sure that you were able to take care of herself longer. <laughs> I mean, you people, not me. <laughs> Moving on. But the thing about it is as you become older, pornography is a different groove, man. When you're a young guy, yeah, you take care of yourself with the pornography. Wow, that was fun. You know, now you look at the pornography and all you're doing, all the pornography is now is just a check engine light. You just turn on the porno, big, the, the ebony women with juicy butts.com or whatever the hell it is. You look at it. You wait third, you wait five, six seconds. You look down. Ha! Still works. Then you turn the porn off. Back then you were going to actually use it to take care of yourself. Now you just turn that crap on to make sure the equipment's working and you don't mess with the equipment. Why? I'll tell you why, you bastards. I remember when I was hanging out with a friend of mine, he had a television and he had that television for a long time. And it was a, it was like an older television, but it was a television. He was even the one with the biggest television of the group. So we would all go to his living room and watch the TV and we turn on the TV. We watch the sports. Hey, touchdown football. Hey, he's gold. This, that, the guy full UFC, bye, 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 years and years and years until he because he was the one with the biggest television. Right. 
and a lot of times we had to turn the television on and we were traveling. So we turn, we come to go to his place, turn on the television, watch all the crap, drink the beer. Well, I didn't drink beer. I drank soda, but you get the point. And we do all that other kind of crap. Ha ha, you knew you stuck. No, you, ha, 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 you stuck in your game. Ha, you owe me five dollars. You owe three. Ha ha ha. And all of that crap. And one day one of the guys turned the knob crack, and it broke. Now he didn't turn the knob viciously. He just turned the knob the way he always turned the knob. But the television was so old that when he turned the knob, it just broke. It just eventually broke. It snapped. That's the way it is. You've been there before. You had an appliance that worked perfectly and then it worked very good and it kind of stayed at working very good and you were okay with it. You were happy with it. It got the job done and you turned the burner on that stove and it broke. Ooh. Right? You've been there before where you're at the refrigerator, your refrigerator is working fine, everything's great, and one day you pull on the handle and it broke. Oh. And what that means is there is a finite number. There is a number. There is a magic number of times that you can twist that knob. There's a magic number of times you can pull on the handle. Pull on the handle of that refrigerator. There's a finite number of times that you can twist that knob on the television before. And yes, that I'll tell you how old the television is because I said knob and not push button and also didn't say remote control it's the same thing with your remote control you could have the double best quadruple incredible quadruple and double incredible remote control the double brand new quadruple incredible double x incredible quadruple incredible remote control and it's always working and you're pushing the buttons and everything's great and one day you push that button and the tv will not come on one day you try to press the volume it will not go up it'll go down but it will not go up you're going to have to walk up to the television and hope you have a television that actually has buttons on it because some tvs do not and turn the volume up all of a sudden you can't can't motion the channel up you can't go from channel 3 to channel 6 to channel 10 to channel 12 to channel 11 channel 17 channel 15 10, 10. you can't do that crap you actually have to type in the numbers of the channel because those buttons don't work and eventually you're going to push the 5 because you want to get to channel 15 and you're just going to get channel 1 why because the 5 doesn't work why because there's a finite number of times you can push the buttons before the buttons are broken you see it with professional athletes all the time, right? They play the game and eventually a running back that was indestructible and quadruple indestructible and double and quadruple and incredible, double incredible and indestructible used to run through the line and bust through the line and knock down the linebackers and step on the linebackers and hit the linebacker so hard as Mama Roe would call him up and say, stop doing that to my baby. That kind of guy, right? Then when he gets to around 34 years old, all of a sudden he hits the, he hits the line and try to knock down a linebacker and a linebacker knocks his punk ass back three miles while still being on the telephone. Why? Because there's a certain amount of hits that a running back can take. No matter how big and double incredible and big and gigantic he is, there's a certain amount of hits he can take before he can't take the hits anymore. Before his body breaks down to the point where he can't make the cuts anymore. Before he doesn't have the power anymore that's what happens you know what i'm talking about and that's why my friends i look at porno for about 35 seconds and then turn it off and i don't do nothing to my junk why i just explain why let's be honest this is i mean if, if it's true about uh, an athlete that's a high level athlete there's a certain amount of hits that athlete can hit before he does not have the ability to take the hits anymore i'm starting to think that your junk only has a certain number of pulls in it and smacks in it before it doesn't work anymore and my junk works and i don't want to waste any of my pulls or smacks on looking at someone in some damn computer screen. Oh, hell no. Oh, no. 
That would be amazing, wouldn't it? Just to imagine that happening. You decide to take care of yourself and you just get to the point where you can't carry yourself way too many times. Because a lot of times when dudes take care of themselves, if you're a married guy, if you have a great marriage and everything's great, you got kids in the house, maybe two or three times a week, probably twice a week tops, you and your wife go to... And by the way, if you're new to the podcast, that means sex. You probably get it two or three, two times at the most with your wife, right? That's what you're getting two times a week. And it's awesome. You're with your wonderful woman. You get to wrap yourself around that gorgeous woman and you get to do that. And it's incredible. Twice a week. But let me ask you a question, my friends. How often if a teenager has access to the Internet and has hours at home all to himself where nobody's going to bother him? Do you really think the teenage boy is only going to take care of himself twice a week? Of course not. No, he's not going to do it twice a week. He's not even going to do it twice an hour. He's going to do it so much he damn near deforms himself. And I'm not talking about from personal experience. <laughs> Mind your business. Don't judge me. F y'all. So the same thing happened to your punk asses too. shut up. Right. He takes care of himself again and 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 again. You ever wonder why your son is so mad when you call him down for dinner? He doesn't want to come down for dinner because right now he's looking at his device and he's giving himself some dessert. If you understand what I'm saying. Right. He doesn't need to take a five hour shower. Oh, no, he doesn't. Okay, even though he stinks when he comes back into the house and playing with his friends and playing football, he ain't that dirty. You know damn well what the hell is going on. He ain't fooling nobody, punk. Well, you think you ran out of all of that butter in the refrigerator because everybody's having toast and jelly? You ain't eating that much toast and jelly. I'll tell you where the butter is. Better yet, I won't tell you where the butter is. He's using it to take care of himself, okay? You think, well, why do I keep got to buy this baby oil all the time? You know damn well now why you got to use all that baby oil all the time because somebody's using it and it ain't the baby, okay? I'm just trying to hip your punk asses up. I'm telling you, teenage boys are gross. Except for me, I was an angel. <laughs> F y'all. <laughs> right? So there's a fear in my mind that when I was a teenage boy, even though I never took in, took a, partook of that activity myself, just in general, I'm sp generally speaking, <laughs> uh, that I, I have a fear that I used up a whole bunch of my smacks and pulls from back then. And I'm kind of storing up my smacks and pulls for when I'm actually jiggy jiggy because i don't want to be like that damn refrigerator handle and i don't want to be like that knob on the stove and i don't want to be like that knob on the damn television where i go oh i used up my last one and then now uh, that that's the time I'm, I'm gonna go oh i used up my last one and that's the time when all of a sudden a, a whole cast of girlfriends is going to show up at my house going i know you've been in love with us since the 90s you know what normally we wouldn't all share the same guy but all four of us ridiculously attractive dream women. We've decided to randomly pick somebody who watched our show back in the 90s and marry and regularly bang him for the rest of his life. And that's what we've chosen you. And I hope that you are going to be very happy having a wonderful time with all four of us delicious women. And, 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 and I'm going to be going, oh, no, 
Is he going to, oh no, did you use up all your smacks and bangs and you can't have sex with us? Yes, I did. Oh, that's a shame because we really were going to jump on top of you as much as possible. Well, we're going to have to go to someone else who saved the smacks and bangs. And that's my, that's what I'm afraid will happen. <laughs> There's no chance of that, but you know what I'm saying. But I don't, guys, like I said, I'm approaching 50 and I, I don't want to have a midlife crisis. I don't necessarily see that happening for me. I don't have the personality type where I'm going to sit there with a midlife crisis worrying about what other people are doing or what other people are feeling or what other people are thinking. I don't, I don't, I just don't see it happening. You know what I'm saying? I don't see it happening, you know? You have a couple of health scares that turn out to be nothing. And all you're really worried about is the Grim Reaper at the time. You ain't worried about, you know, even though everything turned out to be fine. You know, you think more about the Grim Reaper than anything, you know, because you see those TV shows where the Grim Reaper shows up. Right. And it shows up right before the guy's about to do something dumb. That's about to finish his ass off. And the Grim Reaper is sitting there waiting for you to do the dumb thing. You know, you're on an airplane. You're sitting there. You're about to put your parachute on. You look to the right and you see the Grim Reaper sitting there looking at you like, yeah, put that parachute on, you stupid bastard. And you're going, what the Grim Reaper? Yeah, what's going on? The hell are you doing here? Well, I mean, uh, is the plane going to crash? Oh, no, the plane's going to be fine. This Keep putting on that parachute, buddy. Why are you so interested in me putting on the parachute? Oh, no particular reason. Yeah, just put it on. Um, I just noticed that when I was taking my parachute off, you started to frown a little bit. And then when I started to put my arm back through the parachute, you, uh, you kind of started smiling and rubbing your hands together. And I overheard you say, got him. So what the hell's going on here? Oh, nothing. I think you should just put that parachute on and, and just jump out the window. I mean, jump out the, the plane. Come on, 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 come on. Yeah, um, I'm kind of thinking I'm going to die if I do this, and that's why you're here. So, uh, I'm not going to put on this parachute. No, 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 no. You really should do that. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really not here. I'm really here because of the pilot. The pilot's going to die, and the plane's going to crash. You should probably jump out of the airplane, um, because the pilot's going to get sick and dizzy and then, uh, crash the plane, and I don't want anything to happen to you. Yeah, well, I actually am also a pilot, so uh, I'm going to go up there and sit with him. And if anything happens, I'm going to land the plane. Damn, I did not check the notes. Oh, yeah, you are a pilot. You're also very, very healthy. You eat, uh, you know, you're a damn vegan. Uh, no soft drinks. No, uh, God, you don't even drink soda. Uh, God, you're probably going to live to about 106. This is, uh, I can't wait that long. I got quotas. What? Nothing, 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 nothing. So, uh, you might as well leave now, cause, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not, uh, putting on this parachute. And I have a feeling you were lying about the pilot, but just in case, I'm gonna go up there and sit with him to make sure he's good. <sighs> okay, well, I, I guess I lost this one. I guess you got me, Mr. Pilot. I guess, uh, I guess you win this one. Yeah, you win this one. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, good. Uh, that party you're gonna go to next Wednesday, um, You've never ridden on a motorcycle, have you? No, I actually haven't. Yeah, but your friend Chuck's got a new motorcycle, you know, and I heard, I heard it's a, heard it's gonna be a really good motorcycle. You should probably, uh, get on that motorcycle with him right after the party next Wednesday at nine o'clock and, uh, you should take that ride with him. Uh huh. And why would I actually get on a motorcycle when I have a car? 
Oh, no particular reason. I'm just saying that Chuck's a good friend of yours and he wants to show off his motorcycle and, you know, you should definitely get on a motorcycle with him and, and take that ride. I mean, it's only fair that you share that moment with Chuck. Uh, Chuck's going to have a motorcycle accident, isn't he? Uh, no, what are you talking about? Motorcycle accident? How would I know? How would you know that I was actually going to be on at a party with my friend Chuck on Wednesday and that he was getting a new motorcycle? Uh, no particular reason. I'm just, I'm just saying that you should get on the motorcycle with him and, and enjoy, enjoy the ride. Yeah, uh, I gotta make a phone call. No, no, you need to make a phone call. Yeah, I kinda do. Beep, 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 boop, beep, beep. Why did you go beep, 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 boop, beep, boop? This is, you know, nowadays, and you're using a cell phone. They don't have, they don't make any noise when you, when you, when you're dialing, when you're dialing people. Shut up. This is my fantasy. F off. Hello? Hey, what's going on, man? Chuck? Yeah. Uh, you got a motorcycle coming. Uh, your motorcycle's coming this week, right? Yeah, it's coming Tuesday. Yeah, I'm on an airplane right now. Oh, you're still on the plane? You didn't jump yet? Would you check it out? <laughs> I knew you were going to check it out, man. No, I was actually going to jump. Yeah, right. Why are you still talking to me? Yeah, I was going to jump out of the airplane, but the uh, Grim Reaper's here. Oh, man. Yeah, you probably shouldn't jump. I mean, he's going to die. Yeah, I decided not to jump. And then uh, then he decided, he told me he, he definitely wanted me to ride on your motorcycle with you next Wednesday. Huh? Yeah. So that means, oh, so I was going to crash and, and die. He wanted to kill both of us. Yeah. I didn't want to kill both of you. I'm just saying that a motorcycle rider, shut up. Yeah, man. Who is this asshole, man? Look, I, you know what I'm going to do? I'm, uh, I'm going to, uh, before, I, before I even ride, I'm not even going to take the motorcycle on Wednesday. I'm going to put it in my garage. And then I'm going to have the the uh, the mechanic double check the motorcycle. No, 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 no. The brakes are fine. Oh, so the brakes were fucked up. Is that what it is? Oh, uh, this guy's a bastard. Check the brakes on the motorcycle and we will not be riding it Wednesday. I'm going to pick you up in my car and take you to the party and then drop you home. Oh, you want to do that? Yeah, I'm going to do it. Thanks, man. God damn, the Grim Reaper's an asshole. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll talk to you later. Oh man! Oh, mm. oh! You're disappointed that you didn't kill two people. Well, it's just my business, man. It was like that's nothing personal. You're gonna die anyway when you hit me. I can't tell you when you're gonna die, but it's unfortunate. It's gonna be a long time, and I don't have my, uh, I don't have time to wait for you. <laughs> Good, you bastard. Uh, I'm gonna jump out of the plane now and leave because I'm embarrassed. You should. Jackass. Moving on. But I often wondered, forget about the Grim Reaper for a moment. Forget about the Grim Reaper. Forget about the Grim Reaper's ass. And I was wondering, is there any kind of like a middle-aged Reaper? That's what I want. I wonder if there's a middle-aged Reaper. Right? Because like I just said, I I, 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 I see people having middle-aged and midlife crisis, but I don't have one and I'm not going to have one because I know the things that people are are doing when they become middle aged is stupid, man. I mean, you should figure you'd, you'd be old enough to realize how dumb some of the things are. You know, I wonder if there's a middle aged reaper. You know, okay, she kind of shows up, and makes you do dumbs that kind of whispers in your ear. You know, yeah, your wife doesn't really appreciate you. Yeah, my wife doesn't appreciate me. Why are you driving a station wagon, man? You're a successful guy, man, right? Your kids, your kids are going to be fine. They don't need all their inheritance, right? Buy that car that's really expensive. You know what? I think I will. And I'm telling you right now, I mean, your wife and you, your, your wife, you're very, very happy. You have a wonderful sex life. Everything's great. But your wife is like one year younger than you. And if she looks incredible for her age, 
But that secretary at the office who's been flirting with you all the time, I know, I know, I know it's inappropriate for you to be having sex with an underling. And I know it's actually an abuse of power for you to do so because of the power dynamic. And you're opening yourself up to a lawsuit that you are going to lose because you should lose because you should know better. And you should leave that young woman alone who's impressionable and looks up to you as a hero. And you're going to use your hero status to bang the crap out of her. And then you're going to leave your wife and then run off with her. But what I'm saying is, look at that ass. I mean, your wife's ass used to look like that 20 years ago, 25 years ago, but it doesn't look like that now. I mean, your wife does have a delicious ass, but I mean, that's a 25-year-old delicious ass. And if I was you, I'd have to go get me some of that. You're right. I am going to get some of that. Right? And then the dumb bastard goes over there, starts jumping on top of the secretary, getting it on with her. The secretary starts to get attached to him. And all of a sudden, she starts referring to stuff they do as we, right? And then all of a sudden, he decides to text the secretary because the wife had no reason not to trust the old bastard in the first place. Because up until this point, he was trustworthy. Up until this point, she didn't even, even give it a thought. He's an honorable man. He wouldn't do anything like that, right? Right? And all of a sudden, he jumps on top of the secretary, right? And he remembers what it's like to be on top of a 25-year-old woman. And granted, it's great being on top of his wife because his wife's incredible and double delicious. But she's 52 and he's 53. And this woman is 25 years old. Oh, man. Oh, man. Right? Everybody in the office starts talking, right? They're talking about how the boss is jumping on top of the woman in the office. Everybody else wanted to jump on top of her. Now they can't even try to jump on top of her because he's jumping on top of her. And all of a sudden he goes off and he buys a car, but he uses some of the money from the company because he doesn't want his wife to know he has the car. He also doesn't want his wife to know that he has a special corporate house where he keeps the car. And that's not the only thing he keeps there. He keeps the secretary that he's jumping on top of there and the secretary secretary that he's jumping on top of decides wait a second if he jumped on top of me and he did that to his wife i need to make it a point to lock this bastard down and then she goes and she goes no i'll take care of the condoms i'll also take care of putting holes in them right and he jumps on top of her man this is great 25 year old and she goes do you really have to wait four hours for some reason why are you going away for four hours after the third bang no particular reason it definitely has nothing to do with my junk <laughs> four hours later right and he thinks everything's great he's still jumping on top of his delicious hot wife who's age appropriate still delicious as hell most guys will look at his wife and go good lord but he's been with her for such a long time and he loves her but he sees this 25 year old lady and he's now 50 something years old and he's gonna be trying to relive his youth even though his youth doesn't even recognize his punk ass in the first place right and a lady decides i'm getting sick of sharing this old bastard Right? I'm getting sick of sharing them. These young guys, I don't need them. He's virile also for the first two times and the third time is still pretty good and then he needs four hours, but that's okay. I go shopping and then I come back and bang him again four hours later. Not a problem. But I know damn well eventually he may decide even at 30 that I'm not the right person for him and he's going to want to have another 25 year old. He's already got the wife and he's probably, she's going to figure it out eventually. I'm not going to tell anybody, but she'll figure 
figure it out. She knows her man. She's going to know he changed patterns. She's going to investigate and then she's going to get mad at him, take all the money. And I'm not going to have any of the money. And I don't really own this house. And I'm only, he's only letting me drive his cars. I don't really technically own any cars. There's only one way to get this bastard. And I'm going to poke holes in these condoms. And then all of a sudden she's pregnant. Oh, and he knows it's his because she knows she's not cheating. She's not a cheater. He's a cheater, but she's not a cheater. And there's a part of him that's happy. He says he's happy on the outside, but he also knows it's going to It's hard enough to try to hide the money for the cars. It's hard enough to try to f- hide the money for this apartment. Now he's got to pay hospital bills and school and got to go to recitals and all of that crap when the kid's born. Oh, no. And he's not going to have her ask her to get rid of the kid. He doesn't believe in that. And also, even if he did believe in that, she ain't doing it. Right. Yes. Middle age crisis goes into the office and he starts getting pissed off with what's going on in the office because he feels like he should be more advanced than that. He's got this his, his regular wife, his actual wife is sensible, is giving him good advice. You're doing great. Everything's going on in a nice trajectory. Just keep going like you're going. You're going to, everything's great. But the young wife's like, you should run this office, Bill. You should run it. You shouldn't just be a double vice president, quadruple vice president. You should be the double president, quadruple CEO, president, double CEO. Come on, come on, come on. And he goes in the office and he starts alienating people and getting people pissed off and ticking them off and doing all sorts of dumb crap like that to get people wanting to whoop his old ass and all that kind of stupid crap. And then the people in the office, so what do they do? Right there and they're setting it up so they can throw his punk ass out because he's getting tired. They used to love his ass. Now they hate his ass. Used to love him. Now they hate him. Used to look up to him. Now they look down on him. Used to trust him. Now they don't trust his punk ass. No. So the wheels are in motion. They'll get this punk ass fired so soon he won't even have a job. He doesn't know it yet, but it's coming. His wife starts wondering, he's working at that office. He shouldn't work that hard. Everything he does should be taken care of. He's killing himself. I'm going to go up to the office and find out why he's working so hard and maybe take him to lunch and surprise him because he's such a great husband. Who's that woman who's got his his hand on her ass? That bastard. She goes home angry, but she's thinking, well, maybe he just cheated one time. You know what? He's never cheated before. Maybe he's having a midlife crisis. If he just had a little bit of that woman, that young woman's ass, I'm just going to confront him. Maybe I'm not even going to say anything. Maybe it was just a fling. Let him get it out of his system. I, you know, he, he he's smart enough not to bring in the diseases home. I'm going to forgive him for this one. I'm not going to say anything. He's been a good husband. I'm upset with him, but I'm going to forgive him. But there's a little thing in her head that makes her realize she better check this bastard, right? She sets him up for a doctor's appointment, act like she has some kind of infection or has some kind of problem in the woman area. And she doesn't bang him until he goes to the doctor. She tricks him into going to the doctor and having a blood test, finds out that he's clean and then goes back to banging him. But she still doesn't trust his punk ass and she shouldn't trust his punk ass because his punk ass is cheating. The young lady now has the baby. Oh. And he's got to find a way to get to the hospital to see the baby and kiss the baby and take your pictures with the baby and love the baby and cut the umbilical cord and the triple umbilical cord and all of that crap and sign the birth certificate and all of that crap. And now the woman, the young lady who got pregnant, now she wants the baby to have his last name. He's okay with it. She also wants to have his last name herself. And now she's already got the baby out of his punk ass. Oh yeah. Now she's going to try to figure out a way to get him out of that marriage. She can 
can have more to herself. She doesn't mind if he loses half the money. She doesn't mind that. He'll make more money. He still got that job. Oh, no, he doesn't. They finally got his ass fired with his dumb ass. Oh, no. And his wife said, why'd you get fired? Well, no. Was it that bitch I saw you with? What bitch? And then he, he confesses. And she says, you piece of crap. You got her pregnant, you bastard. I want a divorce and I want to half the bread because I was with you when you had nothing. I'm not like some harpy that came along when you didn't do anything. I was there when you went to school, helped you pay for school, helped you do all of this crap and this business wouldn't be what it was without my contributions in the beginning. You've even said that in interviews you piece of crap. So get ready to toss over half the money because half the money is mine and I don't ever want to see you again and by the way the pool boy has been trying to get some of my delicious middle aged booty this whole time and I've been telling them no because I'm faithful and that's why he was fired because he was inappropriate but the second this divorce is final I'm going to go over there and I'm going to ride him like he's a pool toy you're damn right and also I'm going to let him do stuff to my butt that you didn't I didn't let you do I won't even be into it that much actually I kind of was into it Okay, yeah, uh, that, that's beside the point, but I'm telling you right now, I'm going to do crap with him that I didn't do with you because I didn't think you'd be into that crap, and I decided it was okay not to do that crap, but with him, I'm going to do that crap, and F you, punk. I was going to let you do that crap from now on because you've been a good husband, but now on, you ain't getting none of this, bastard. And then she leaves his stupid punk ass and goes and bangs the pool boy into oblivion. And also does that stuff that he wanted to do, but at first she didn't want to do what she was going to do, but then she decided not to do it, but then she thought he's been a good husband and was going to do it, and then right around the time she was going to do it, he started cheating, and now she's doing that stuff with the pool boy. You're damn right. A.K.A. her new husband, because she went on to marry the pool boy. Yeah, but then he died from banging, because she was really awesome. I don't know what that guy was doing cheating. Back to the story. And now his punk ass doesn't even have yet. Half the assets gone. His job is now gone, and now the young lady's going, what? You don't even have a job, you bastard. You loser piece of crap. You better come up with some money for this baby. And he's going, come on, girl, let's give me a job. I don't want to hear that crap. And then she starts banging, stops banging him, right? And now he can't bang his wife, who's now banging the pool boy into oblivion. He can't bang his new young girlfriend because he doesn't have a job, and she was trying to get him. And one of the reasons she was with him in the first place is because he's a charming guy but he also had money but he ain't that charming without the money that bastard and also she needs money to take care of the kid and he ain't gonna have it as it turns out there was a pool in that apartment that she was living in and she saw the pool boy and as revenge she's hey, not the guy that was doing his pool and is now boning his wife and then she starts banging the pool boy also so just like him the pool boy was banging his ex-wife which is now his new wife and now the pool boy is also banging his ex-girlfriend the pool boy's living good. <laughs> I mean, that's wrong. Why did this happen? Because the guy is having a midlife crisis and he starts doing stupid crap. And it's the same thing with you ladies. Don't act like you don't have midlife crises and all of that crap. You think, oh, I don't look as good as I used to. Yes, you do. Well, you actually know you don't. Nobody does, right? And then it's the same thing. You risk your life and you do all sorts of dumb crap. And your husband who's been good to you drops your punk ass and goes off and finds somebody that appreciates his old ass. Why? Because you're having a midlife crisis. Well, I'm not going to have a midlife crisis. I refuse to have a midlife crisis. I've seen people that had midlife crises and I ain't having one. Right? 
And I'm telling you right now, I, I'm just about to turn 50. And I think that's when the midlife crisis reaper shows up because people all of a sudden start doing that stupid crap. Just like when the grim reaper shows up and tries to get you to jump out of a plane with a bad parachute or jump on the back of your friend's bike who the manufacturer effed up his brakes. You don't want the reaper, the middle-aged reaper to show up and mess your life up, whispering in your ear, you know, your wife doesn't appreciate you looking at the ass on that secretary, going up to the lady, your husband, he's not paying attention to you anymore, but I'll tell you one thing, that mailman likes the way your butt looks, I say bang the mailman, and then you go and bang the mailman, and the mailman bangs you twice and goes, ha ha, I just wanted to bang you, hey husband, yeah, here, I want to tell you one thing, what's that, here's your mail, and also, I've been banging your wife, what, and you wind up losing everything, cause the midlife crisis reaper was whispering in your ear, and messing up your life well my friends I'm about to turn 50 in two months and I have the sneaking suspicion that that's when the midlife crisis reaper shows up and starts whispering stupid crap in your ear to get you to do dumb stuff so let me tell you right now midlife crisis reaper back off punk you ain't getting me hi it's Anthony what ah I don't think your wife appreciates you as Anthony. You, you're doing your podcast and your comedy and you're better than you ever were. You're going to be very popular soon. You're just a dude now, but you're probably going to be famous in a few years and your wife, your wife just does not appreciate you and you should probably bang as many hot young women as possible. Well, first off, thank you and true. I, I probably will be a big deal in a few years. Please, God, let that happen. I probably will be a big deal in a few years, but, uh, and I am going to bang hot women, but uh, I don't actually have a wife, so this, I don't, so I don't, I don't know where your intel comes from, but there's no wife in me. So I've, there's no wife not appreciating me because there, there is no wife. Oh, oh. I did not check my note before I got here. Well, um, anyway, you're probably unsatisfied with what you're doing. No, I decided I wanted to be an entertainer at 17. I got very, very good at it very, very quickly. I'm very, very good at it right now. And um, this is what I I enjoy doing more than just about anything. Wow. I'm really in some over two here and ruining your, uh, you know what you should do? You, you know, you've been eating healthy for, for a while and lost all this weight, but you're really not enjoying the good things. You should probably have some pizza and eat some cake. Well, I actually do eat pizza and cake, but what it is, like once a month, I'll have a slice of pizza, or maybe once every couple of months, I'll have a slice of cake, but that's enough for me. I don't need to have it all the time. Wow, you, you're uh, exhibiting self-discipline. That's not good. Um, oh, God. You're healthy. You're losing weight. Uh, see here, uh, tendencies. Never cheated on anybody. Wow, can't use that. Uh, drugs and alcohol, never use them. Not interested. Oh, God. Have good control of your temper? Wow, I've got nothing to work with here. Uh, doesn't punch people, doesn't doesn't get into fights. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, I got nothing, guys. Uh, you have any other middle-aged guys I can fuck with? Because this guy, I just, I can't do anything with this guy. Yeah, you're damn right you can't do anything with me, middle-aged reaper. But I, I am kind of a, there's... There's a guy that owes me some money that I talk about on the podcast all the time. He's roughly my age. Yes. He's married, and I always see him fighting with his wife. Oh, you do, do you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. His wife's a cute lady. Oh, she is, is she? Yeah, yeah. He's kind of a dopey-looking guy, but he's he's all right. 
But, uh, you know, he, which means like if you were to, if someone were to, you know, come along and flirt with him that was very, very hot, I mean, he would, he'd probably not be able to resist it. Let me write this down. Wouldn't resist it. And uh, I have seen him be drunk. People, he drinks too. Mm, fantastic. I'm going to be great. I'm going to really ruin his life. It's incredible. And, um, let's see what else do I know about the guy. Uh, he has a bit of a temper. He has a bit of a temper. Mmm, bit of a temper. Fantastic. I'm going to go fuck his life up and destroy his existence. Fantastic. All right. All right, you take care. Oh, no problem. Thank you, buddy. You just really made up for the fact that I couldn't get you. <laughs> yeah, you're never going to get me back off, punk. Oh, I didn't know that you guys heard that. I know what you're thinking. Why did you send the middle-aged reaper to that guy that messed with, messed you over? Well, because he deserves it. But I would never send the middle-aged reaper to you guys, mainly because most about half my audience is not old uh, old enough. To <laughs> half of my audience is 18 to 34, so this this crap doesn't apply to your young punk asses yet with your genitals that work perfectly. Shut up. <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, that has been episode 333 of the F. Anthony Says podcast. I want to say thank you very, 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 very much for checking me out for all this time. And uh, like I said, I'm going to be doing a new podcast in addition to this, not in place of this, because I, 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 cause people have people have been writing me thinking I'm going to leave this one. I'm not leaving this podcast. This podcast is staying. I'm doing another podcast in addition to this called the S. Anthony Thomas Show. So when and, I, and I'm lining things up to get that ready, I'm just putting things in place. So it's not broadcasting yet. I just have an introductory up an intro episode just telling people what I'm going to be doing. So I haven't done that podcast yet. It'll be coming soon. I'm so have some things I have to line up first, but it's going to be coming soon. So go check that out. If you, if you feel like it, <laughs> go check it out. You bastards. Uh, this podcast that you're listening to now, the S Anthony says podcast is available everywhere. You bastards. Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Spreaker, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Google Podcasts. And the home base for this podcast is Podbean. And of course, it's on the granddaddy of podcast players, iTunes. Uh, I'm on Instagram, S. Anthony Thomas. YouTube, S. Anthony Says. Facebook, S. Anthony Says. Twitter, two places, at S. Anthony Thomas and at S. Anthony Says. And the email, and Lord knows, I know a lot of you know this <laughs> email address, uh, talk to us, Anthony at gmail.com, T A L K T O S A N T H O N Y at gmail.com. Folks, much love to you. Thank you very much. Hope to see you at the other podcast too. But if you don't, and you will, uh, I just want to say goodbye from this podcast and I'm going to say goodbye the way I always say goodbye. And I want you to say goodbye with me, you bastards, the way I always say goodbye. We're going to do it together on the count of three. Are you ready? Of course you are. Here we go. One, two, three, S. Anthony, out.